Welcome to the podcast hosted by timecam.com on how to stay on top of your work. This episode is dedicated to all the girls around the world. So let's talk about women in the business world. Today my guest is wonderful Elise Stevens. She works with women in project management roles to reinforce within themselves their true value to their team, company and industry. To quote Elise, it's time for women to aim high in the industry and to know that they can absolutely achieve their career goals. So let's find out how to aim high and what's the recipe for a successful and fulfilling personal and work life. Elise, thank you so much for joining me here and stay on top of your work podcast. I'm very excited to talk to you. Thank you so much. It's lovely to chat with you as well this morning. Amazing. My first question is, uh, if you could say a few words about yourself for those who don't know who you are. Well, my name is Elise. I live in Brisbane and I'm passionate about helping women get the careers they want, whether it be in project management and climbing as high or doing as many projects as they want, or women over 40 having the career opportunities that they deserve. Wonderful. I'd like to begin uh, by talking about your book, Age-Defying Careers for Women at 40, a practical guide to understanding you, identifying your career passion and developing your plan. I don't want to reveal what the entire book is about, but can you say a little bit about it? And why did you decide to write the book? I decided to write the book because in my work, my consulting work, I saw a number of women over 40 not coming out of restructures very well and they didn't have a plan B. And I was listening to my friends talk about themselves or their friends worried about ageism in the workplace and I was also seeing all these women coming out the other end of divorce with with nothing and no careers and they had to learn how to reinvent themselves. And so I felt that I could help them. I could give them some tools to help them celebrate who they are, find out what they wanted and work on a way to achieve them, achieve their goals. I love how you said to celebrate who they are. This is amazing. Because I think very often people, and women especially, don't realize how wonderful they are, don't you think? We downplay it. Oh, I've only done that. I've only done that. And then you go, but yeah, but that's fantastic. And if we are not our own cheer squad, who's going to be? Right, exactly. So do you think the book is good also for the young women who enter the world of project management and you know the entire big business world? Yes, it's there's no fluff in the book. It's a series of activities to help you find out what makes you special, what is important to you, what kind of goals you want from a career and how that feeds into your life and also how about going about setting goals and seeing if they're still working for you. Wonderful. So do you think women have it more difficult in project management than men? Because I think we still have that stereotype. Um, but I think somehow women 
are treated equally as men. But what do you think about it from your experience? I think it's a very complex issue. I think that some women do okay, and I think it really depends upon the organisation that you're working for. But if you look at the lack of women doing major projects in the UK, as an example, they're just not there. And so where are they? Why aren't they there? Why aren't they being given the same opportunities as men to do these things? Is it an experience thing? So what's wrong with the pipeline? Have all the senior women left and done other things? So there's all these questions without answers and no one seems to have any answers. And it seems like a really difficult and, as you said, complex uh, problem. You have a project called Celebrating Women in Project Management. Can you say a little bit about it? I wanted to provide a platform for women to showcase their achievements and to share their insight. I feel that women's voices are missing in the online world. And if we're not visible, then we don't get speaking opportunities at conferences to come and talk to other people. And so it's mainly men talking. But where are all the women and their experiences at these conferences? Where are the women sharing their insight and inspiring women to, to achieve more and be visible? And McKinsey, in their report about gender diversity, have said that if people, if women aren't visible, then other women don't see the possibilities. So it's this chicken and egg thing. I've highly summarised the McKinsey report, by the way. There's a lot more to it, but but that's the general gist of some of it. And so I think that I thought, well, why not put a platform together where women can share their experiences, share their insight, and get used to talking positively about themselves and what they've achieved and share and inspire other women to continue in the profession or join the profession or just celebration in general. Wonderful. And women there are asked seven questions. Can I ask you all these questions? Yes, yeah, sure. Okay, so the first question. What I enjoy most about being a project manager is... Delivering good outcomes for the customer. The three most important skills I use to successfully deliver projects are? Communication. Uh, oh, I have to think. Um, <laughs> communication, stakeholder engagement, and ninja skills. <laughs> ninja project management skills. All right. I stole that one from Emma. Okay. Um, is Pemberton. <laughs> Sounds great. I build, I build and nurture my professional network by... Reaching out to and connecting with other women and supporting them, but also encouraging them to step outside their comfort zones. At the start of my career, the one thing I wish I had known is... The one thing that I wish I'd known was there's no such thing as perfection and that striving for perfection was a, a futile task and that no one is perfect. Right. Women who inspired me so far in my career journey are? The women that have inspired me in my career journey so far are Naomi Kayeti. I've also been inspired by... 
other women such as uh, I do like Oprah, uh-huh. like everyone. Yes. <laughs> but I've also been inspired by other women that have managed to climb the to achieve things in their fields and have been a bit of a trailblazer for other women. Okay. The most valuable advice I have ever been given is? The most valuable advice I was ever given was that it's okay to be yourself. Okay. And the last question, my advice for women on finding success as a project manager is? To believe in yourself, believe in your abilities and to wear as much colour as you want. Wonderful. Elise, so you work with, with women. So I want to ask you, what are the most important things that you've learned from other women throughout your career? The most important thing I've learned from other women is that there is no one formula for success. It's such an individual thing. And that we need to be supporting each other and not trying to to be like the queen bee and you know, get out of my way. We need to reach back and help other women. And I think I think it's really important to celebrate everyone's achievement and be be thankful that we're all individuals and we're not all the same. That sounds so beautiful. So why do you think women should support each other and why is it You know, that in today's world, women so often do not do that. In fact, we should support each other and be for each other, just like you said. I don't know, but I think it gets back to generosity of spirit. Being generous with who you support on LinkedIn or who you go to meet with and inspire, I think it's so important. And yet I think for some women, they feel that because they see perhaps see other women as a threat to their own position and their own insecurities potentially that it's better to be like the queen bee and not let anyone in than to be generous and encourage others to succeed right so you connect with a lot of amazing women What advice would you give to people who want to start building a network and want to know more people? That's a really good question. How I've built my network is firstly by being generous and whether that be commenting and supporting other women and saying what a great job they've done. And it's about seeing how who I know they might be able to leverage who in my network can help those other women who can I connect those women to that might be able to help them but also I reach out to other women on LinkedIn to connect and hopefully I take a chance I take small risks in reaching out to people and hopefully they see me as being a a positive person and not someone that's trying to stalk them or ask them to do something. But I think that that's important that sometimes you've got to put yourself out there a little bit and take small risks, whatever risk you're comfortable with, 
to make contact. So if we take Naomi for an, early on in my podcasting career, I reached out to Naomi. I was just starting out and I said, hey, would you like to podcast with me? And she went, yes. And I didn't have much of a profile and yet she was generous with her time and we've gone on to do other things together. And the same with a number of other women that I've connected with, a whole lot of women that I've connected that often they'll open up their networks to me and say, hey, Elise, have you thought about interviewing this person or that person? Or, And I just think it's encouraged me to be more generous. So when people are generous with me, it makes me want to be a better person and be generous for other people. We need more women like you. This is amazing. <laughs> um, was there a certain event in your life that influenced you so much that you remember still to this day? So I did a degree in my degree is in electrical engineering. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it was hard. It was way hard. And You know, there were times that I really thought that I wasn't going to be able to make it, that I should look at something else, something a lot easier. But I persevered and I kept going and eventually I got to the end of it and I graduated. So that to me is one of the pivotal points in my life about continuing to strive forward Just do what you have to do to to make things happen. And you know, it did take a while to do, but I did it. And I haven't used it since. I must confess, I went and became a programmer after that. But to me, that's still one of the biggest achievements. And the other achievement is deciding that I needed to have a plan B for my career and not rely on organisations to think about what my career was and I think that that's a big thing you know taking control of what I wanted for my family and making sure that you know I at least try to do something yes these are really big achievements that sounds really yeah. amazing and inspiring so how do you manage your time as a project manager as a woman who works with other women and it's always busy. I do have to be super organized, uh, but I also have to make sure that I allow enough time to to do the things I enjoy. So writing the book was really tough and I didn't have a lot of time left over for me and the fa and my family and I found it quite stressful to do it, but I just had to keep going. And once again, there were times where I just thought, oh, I can't do this. But I just had to keep moving forward and eventually it all finished and I got a book, yay. But in order to achieve that, I had to make sure that I set aside a certain amount of time for the book, but also I had to set aside time for me and my family. And I think that you have to... I think In some respects, you've got to draw very good boundaries and say, yes, I know this task is a big task, but I'm only going to give it X number of hours over these days. And then I'm going to make sure that 
you know, I can still exercise and, and do all these other things as well. Wonderful. So what books do you read? Do you have your favorite titles or something you'd recommend to project managers or women? I like Ruth Pierce's um, Be a Project Motivator, the via skill sets, the strengths, sorry, the via strengths. And I like books on creative thinking and thinking a bit differently about problems. And I also like books about different ways of solving problems. So creative thinking and problem solving right. are the ones I enjoy. And a good, and a good cookbook. I'm always a bit... I'm a big fan of food porn and I find it very therapeutic to read cooking books. That's great. That's interesting. So my last question to sum up our interview is how do you stay on top of your work? With a very good to-do list. You've got to make sure that you, that you know when things are due that you keep on updating your to-do list and making sure that things have high enough priority that have got to be finished quickly and trying to achieve the things that need to be done urgently. Okay. I know there's a school of thought that you shouldn't let things get urgent, but... Everybody has different approach. That's what's important. Yeah. That's what makes us different. Yeah. Elise, if we want to find you, where can we look for you? Well, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. And also you can go to my website, um, elisestevens.co. And I always enjoy connecting with and talking with new people and all my current connections as well. Wonderful. I, of course, I will include all the links in the description of the podcast so people can easily yeah. find you. Thank you, Elise, so much for being here and, and giving your time to talking to me. Thank you so much. Uh, that's okay. It's lovely to chat with you today. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Tenkan. You can listen to it on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe to get more content and always stay on top of your work.